G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Now, it's always my privilege to welcome onto the airwaves all the way from beautiful Melbourne, Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch. How are you, my brother? Hey, very well, thanks. So, mate, uh, lots happening in the UK at the moment. What are your, what are your thoughts on the latest uh, uh, change there with the Prime Minister? Yeah, fairly uh, short-lived affair, uh, 44 days all up for Liz Truss, of course, better than our one-day wonder, right? Uh, the CEO of Essendon, at least, uh, you know, he was kind of hounded out, but he had about 24 hours. She had 44 days, but still the shortest in English history, Um yeah, it's well, she got herself into to a bit of bother, and now the question again, who's going to take her place? Will it be uh, Boris Johnson being resurrected or some other more of a newcomer? So it seems to me, as always, there's so many uh, Western nations that kind of have not such good kind of secular left governments, but it's always a bit of a problem to find a good opposition. So uh, if nothing else, we pray for England that they do get the right person to take her place and hopefully lead them on in the direction that they should be heading in. Well, Australia's certainly had its turn of uh, changing prime ministers <laughs> as well. And I saw a funny meme on, on Facebook that someone posted that said, uh, in the UK, there's only two more prime ministers till Christmas, uh, which <laughs> is a bit, a bit of a sad joke. But, you know, we need to be praying for the UK and uh, praying yep. that God will raise up the right leader and hopefully someone with, with good values in that role. Yes. Uh, so uh, certainly one to watch. Now, mate, you've written a, a great blog this week, which I really enjoyed having a read through earlier today. Uh, the blog is entitled Fools for Christ. What's this one all about? Yeah, well, any believer who knows his Bible should not be uh, surprised by it. Of course, comes from Paul, 1 Corinthians 4, where he speaks about we are fools for Christ's sake. And uh, often in that epistle, he talks about, you know, in the world's eyes, we are foolish, but, <clears throat> well, God often chooses the weak to confound the strong. He chooses the foolish and the lowly and the despised of this world uh, to get things done and to give God glory. So, in that sense, all of us who name the name of Christ are fools for Christ, and often what goes with that is, of course, to get a fair amount of, uh, you know, hatred and abuse and uh, vilification from those in the world. And in the uh, blog, you also talk about uh, one of the uh, the great Christians of New South Wales politics, Fred Nile, is retiring. Uh, what was your take on that? Yeah, well, I tied in uh, his story because, of course, he he knows all about being vilified and mistreated, not just by the media, but by so many others, certainly in his early days. I mean, they just treated him mercilessly, the, the abuse and the hate that he got, uh, you know, his head on a platter and pride marches and having 
dung and such thrown at him. Uh, he's known all about this kind of abuse. So if there's anybody who is, a, I suppose you could say, a fool for Christ, it's been Fred. And he's, well, he would wear that as a badge of honor. He would know that to serve the Lord will bring this kind of abuse and this kind of uh, contempt from the world. But he's hung in there year after year. I mean, just about 42 years all up to uh, serve in New South Wales. Uh, I think the longest serving politician there. And look, he's 88. I mean, for heaven's sakes, most politicians are thinking of retirement at what? 58. So there he is at 88, still going strong. So if we want to think of a, a champion for the faith who's taken so much abuse and so much hatred, uh, we have to recognize Fred Nile for the champion that he's been. Mm. And I remember, uh, you know, Bill, and, uh, Bill, you, you and I connected in Canberra a number of times at the National Day of Prayer, and mm-hmm. I remember at the Great Hall of Parliament House uh, meeting uh, Fred Nile, and uh, he got up and he prayed uh, this prayer for our nation, and then just got on his knees. And just wept, he just mm-hmm. wept and prayed publicly. And I thought, wow, what a what a what a humble man of God, who really has a heart for this nation to turn back to God. And uh, you know, it was great to connect with him. And that that was a great uh, time, uh, Bill. Back in the days when we get together, we'd have up to a thousand people there. Remember those good old days? Yeah, I do. Uh, wow, the, the uh, parliamentary prayer breakfast and all the rest. Uh, sadly, it's not as. Uh, Big and bold as it used to be, but yeah, you had champs like Fred back then, and they certainly did, uh, you know, challenge the nation. So he certainly will be missed from politics. Mm. And just on the title of that blog, uh, Fools for Christ, reminds me of a story, Bill. Uh, you may have heard of John Wimber, the founder of the Vineyard Movement. Um, he, he shared that when he was, um, he was actually managing the Righteous Brothers, and he was a high-flying musician in the, in the U.S., and he was thinking about God, and he saw a street preacher that had a sign that said, I'm a fool for Christ. Whose fool are you? <laughs> and it made him think, wow, I'm really somebody else's fool. I'd rather be a fool for Jesus. And uh, that, that, that sign helped him you know, on his journey towards becoming a Christian and, and ended up being you know, an incredible uh, influence in, uh, in the Christian world back in, back in the day. Uh, but the truth is, for those of us that are uh, standing up for our faith, uh, we will be persecuted. We will be called fools for Christ's sake, won't we? Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we're not all going to be politicians for 40-plus years. We're not going to be uh, radio announcers or running blog uh, sites. But anyone who is a follower of Christ is called to be uh, giving a testimony, being a witness for Christ. And that always will mean being considered to be a fool, to be considered to be a buffoon and all the rest. Well, that's part of the job description. We take it, and with pride, we keep uh, serving the Lord. And Jesus told us, blessed are the persecuted. So, yeah, we know we get blessed every time we're persecuted, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> now, another blog that you've written that uh, I'm curious to, to hear your thoughts on, uh, you, you wrote a blog called, Are Some People Beyond Salvation? Tell us about this one. Yeah, well, uh, certainly some individuals, we can think in these kind of terms, you know, well, might be a a Hitler or a Stalin who did so many evil things that you think, boy, are they, you know, can they actually get saved? Uh, I suppose at the end of the day, we don't know if there was some sort of deathbed conversion, you know, Hitler in his bunker at the last moments. Uh, 
Of course, you have to be careful about things like deathbed conversions, uh, you know, better to get right with God now. But uh, there's evidently, I haven't seen it, but there's a Netflix uh, series on now uh, called Monster, uh, the story of Jeffrey Dahmer. Now, uh, Americans certainly would know about him, but maybe others. Uh, one of America's worst serial killers, uh, I think, in the late 70s on up to the early 90s, uh, all up something like 18 men and boys were tortured and murdered by him. Uh, he would cruise the homosexual bars and so on, lure boys and men home, and then do some pretty uh, gruesome and ugly things. And uh, thankfully, uh, one of his victims, uh, what would have been his 19th, he managed to escape, uh, told the police. Police came, he was arrested, he was found guilty and got, you know, whatever, 19, 17 life sentences for what he did. So uh, spent the rest of his days in prison. However, just... Uh, A couple of years into his term, and he was still quite young, in his 20s, another inmate bashed him to death. So, uh, you know, he had a short time in prison. But uh, the amazing thing is, um, according to, well, his pastor and others, he did become a genuine Christian while in prison. He acknowledged his crimes, the horrible, horrible things that he did. And, uh, you know, wanted to get a Bible, wanted to get baptized, wanted to serve the Lord for the rest of his days. And uh, there are books and videos out there talking about his conversion story. So, as I say in my piece, at the end of the day, only God fully knows those who are his. But uh, it seems like he did have a real conversion. And, you know, mind you, it's tough. Uh, Imagine if you were a family member of one of his victims right? Would you be so willing to forgive and forget? Uh, You know, uh, in fact, some people have said, journalists and others, if Dahmer is in heaven, I don't want to be there. So a lot of issues here of God's grace, uh, human depravity, and how the two can coexist when people come to faith and repentance in Christ. So quite a story. Well, it certainly is uh, a very, uh, you know, it, it's been talked about a lot in the media that uh, that new series on Netflix, and you know, I, I first saw it advertised and thought, oh, not interested in that, and then I'd actually seen a couple of people post on social media that he'd become a Christian. I, I didn't realize that I didn't know the story. So, um, but it does go to show, no matter how vile our sin is, no matter what we've done, one drop of Jesus's blood is enough to wash away all of our sins when we come to Him in faith. Uh, it's uh, it's so true, and that's the that's the glorious gospel, isn't it, Bill? Well, sure is. I mean, we tend to think, oh, I've never murdered anybody. But, well, Jesus made it clear, didn't he? If you hate somebody in your heart, it's the same as being a murderer. So uh, we can look down on a Jeffrey Dahmer or Hitler and say, I've never been that bad. But, well, in a sense, in God's eyes, by his standard of perfection, we actually are that bad. We are all sinners who deserve a... Uh, eternal fate away from God, but by his grace, when we come to him, he can save the vilest of sinners. So amazing grace indeed. Absolutely. Well, it's always a pleasure to catch up, Bill. And if people want to find out more, uh, they can search up com or the Culture Watch website and uh, check out these blogs and subscribe to them. Uh, you're always uh, pumping out some uh, very thought-provoking material. Really appreciate your time today, Bill. Thank you so much. 
Always a pleasure. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 